Okay, we have this uh, date in the calendar in Israel, two really. The one is uh, Yom HaZikaron for those who died in the Holocaust. And they have uh, Yom HaZikaron, a memorial day for soldiers or people who died in Israel. And the question is, what's the, firstly, if any, Maile in creating such an occasion? And let's uh, first explain historically where it came from. The idea, in principle, really came from England at the end of the First World War, when they realized how many people they had lost in soldiers. Was, uh, and, uh, until that date, it was the most, uh, the biggest loss of human life in recorded history. Obviously, the Second World War eclipsed it, but at that stage, that was the case. And therefore, they decided to have a day to remember all the people who died and have a minute silence in memory of thinking about the people who died. That's where the idea began from and it became popular in other parts of the world also. And therefore, in Israel, wanting to be you know, up there with all the other, let's say, more developed countries, so of course, we also had to have uh, a day with a minute silence to c compete, so, so to be the same as everyone else. That, that's, where, that's where the idea began from. The idea of a memorial day and the idea of, the idea of um, celebrating it, or let's say, recognizing it by maintaining silence. But now the China is, is there any mileage to it? Is there any reason to, any benefit for it in, in such a thing? So let's look at uh, three different aspects each one separately. The first one is, and um, I'm not coming to necessarily knock it, I'm just showing three different aspects which are discussed about uh, the idea of such a, having an occasion of, to, remember, to remember people who were nifted in whatever circumstances it was. The first one, and that is, is there a sense of Akar Satok? In other words, that uh, if uh, soldiers give up their life to protect the country. So regardless of a person's political opinions about the country or the army or anything else, that is somebody who was most nefesh to protect you. Uh, and not just people who died for it. At every given time of the year, there are people who are staying up nights to watch the borders, there are people who are on patrol any time of day and night. Do you have to have a car set off? <coughs> Do you have to have a car set off? That's because of that, you can live in a more peaceful surroundings because someone else is doing the hard work of of keeping the enemies away. And there is a khiv hakar satov. For sure. And if that's the case, is it then for people who died in the line of duty or who gave up their lives, so to speak, to protect the other Jews in Israel, so is there some level of hakar satov we meant to be feeling towards them? And the answer to the is yes. That's the first point of why there would be a value to remembering people who are nifter. Uh, nifter in the sense, let's talk about today, Yom HaZikaron, of the soldiers who fell. So yes, that's the first aspect, which there would be a positive thing to, to, to such an uh, idea. Now, we'll come to Yishai in a minute. That, that, that's the first point. There's a, there's a certain sense of a Satov. The second point, and that is a uh, this is a, a completely different aspect, but it's also something which comes up, and that is that 
in the situation we're in in Eretz Israel, where Lemaisa, the way it works, is that somebody who wants to learn Torah is pretty much exempt from going to the army. And that's the way it's meant to be, because we know that the Klai Yisrael runs on Schosim, and the Schos of learning Torah is better what gives Klai Yisrael its reason to enter, its reason to exist. So we don't, we don't, so to speak, we don't feel guilty by the fact that we're learning Torah rather than doing anything else, because we understand we're protecting Klai Yisrael. That's true. But we also understand that there's always going to be a certain amount of resentment from people who think, well, we sending our soldiers, sons to be soldiers and risk their lives in the army, and you're not. So why are we doing more than you? And we understand. From their point of view, they don't understand the value of limitator. Okay, so they're going to feel like that. But then, that's one thing. But then, if there's going to be a time when they, so to speak, uh, focusing on the memory of the people they lost, for us to be mazalzin publicly is just going to make that time no more. It's like not only don't you participate in protecting the country, you don't even respect the people who did. And therefore, without a, a, a question of Akar Satov, there's also a question of not looking to, uh, so to speak, like Yaakov told his sons, don't try and incite people to hate you. But that's not a, a negate to the principle of the idea of Yom HaZekron. It's just when there are people who celebrate or who making a memorial out of it, so to publicly show we're not participating is be'etzim being mazalzal, something that they consider important. And then it's just going to increase the resentment, so you should be doing this too. So that's the second cheshbon that there also is in things like uh, Yom HaZekron. Now, that's the second point. The, therefore, what the person we've said lots of times is that the idea of a minute silence is not, we said at the beginning, it didn't, isn't a Jewish idea. It didn't come from there. But the idea of being, re- recognizing people who are mostly nefesh and therefore having a chorus atop, that for sure is, is, that first point is for sure true. Except, if we want to imagine to somebody who passed away, so then, as Maminim, we know that what we can do for them is we can give them a schos. It's true they're no longer here, but luckily in the Shama, we can do a schos for them. And if that's the case, if a person wants to do something which has value, say a kapitel mishnais, or a kapitel dele, or give some entitstaka, whatever it's going to be, that that's something which has an effect and helps the person. The fact everyone stands like a dummy for a minute does nothing for them. It's, it's something which they've taken on to do. It's a, for whatever reason, it's a, to show that they're remembering a person. But the atom, are you helping the person by doing that? No, you're not. So if you wanted to do something, the atom, because you feel that there is a chiv of a chorus to people who are most nourishful to save Christ from Israel, at least give them a schus. That's not one point of view. Mitzad Hashani, the search from Hashanah Zalman Arbach many years ago. And that is, if you're in the yeshiva, like we all are now, do you have to stop learning because it's a siren? No. That's not Machayev has to stop now because they decide to make a siren whatever time to stop learning. But if a person's outside and there's a place where that's what everyone else is doing, not to do that is not just, it's, you know, it's being mazazel in what they consider important. That we, 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 we sacrifice people who got lost their lives in, in wars protecting Klai we want to respect them. You, you openly showing you don't respect them. 
that's being that, that asset is uh, we said before that even if we don't feel we're we we need to protect lives from going to war, we can protect from learning Torah, but at least not to increase the the resentments against the fact we're not going to war, at least respect for their point of view what they do. So Shamalan used to say, if you happen to be outside when there's a siren, stand like everybody else when it's like a little tail. No, I'm not talking about the Arabs. I'm talking about the people who feel that you aren't respectful of them. No, that's as far as that's the second point. You said this by three, Now come to Yamasha. Now the third point. That's as far as Yamasha the Quran of today. That's a theoretical question, and if, maybe we wouldn't, because the Mashiach would come if everyone's learning Torah. And of Kamina, right? In, in the mats of now, in the mats now, the soldier who's. But the mice is protecting you too, because Klaishal's judge is the unit. And right now, when Klaishal isn't holding by the Goda, and there are Arabs who are manufacturing bombs and trying to kill people, and they don't differentiate if you're Haredi or not. So there are people who are most nervous if I look for them. So, yes, as the individual, you have to make it we don't have to judge them him for the system. Now that's as far as Yam uh, Zakaran for soldiers. Now the Shah is what about the the Yam Zakaran for the Holocaust, which was a week ago. So here there was a different there's a different issue. There's a different issue. And that is the because here it comes with a a hashkafa shibad. It's not, it's, if it would just be to remember that you lost so many people in Klai Israel, so then yes, any of us have been to Poland. Right? I'm sure you, kind of, you have that feeling of what we, places we saw, where tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of Jews were killed. Yes, there's a feeling of how many people we lost for Klai Israel. But the Nakoda is, and therefore what? And therefore what? what? What's the next step? So what became a, a philosophy once after the war, in wanting to found the state of Israel, and once it was founded, was the one word, never again. Never again. Which means, we're going to prevent it happening another time. And that's also why they made the Yamashah just a few days before Yamashah, because it goes together. Right? We remember what happened beforehand, because then there was no state, and then there was no Jewish army. And now we're here, never again. We're going to make sure it doesn't happen again. Now that's a problem. That's a problem, because that's kind of losing the sight of the main lesson that it wasn't, the Holocaust didn't happen because there wasn't an IDF to defend us. The Holocaust happened because Hashem wanted it to happen. And if that's the case, then it can't happen again because it's a talent of Hashem and Shemaim, what Hashem, what Klai Yisrael deserved, and what Hashem feels we need to be punished. The fact that there is a Jewish army or not a Jewish army isn't going to make a difference. Just like in the time of the Churban Abayis, there was a Jewish army, both by the first Churban and by the second Churban. Klai Yisrael was an independent country and they had an army. And it didn't help them, because if Hashem wanted them to get uh, defeated and the best to get burnt, that's what happened. So if it's coming with a certain hashkafa of that, yeah, we remember the Holocaust because never those poor Jews lived before the state of Israel, and therefore there was no one to protect them, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. Hashem is Hashem Yisrael, Hashem was Hashem Yisrael. If Hashem wanted there to be a Holocaust, then there was going to be a Holocaust. And if Hashem wants people to die today, then it shouldn't happen, but He could make it happen today too. To, to, to take a philosophy and therefore... Why am I saying this? Because that's always what it comes to. If it was to remember people in the Holocaust, and the same thing, that we've had a number of projects, right, to take in the uh, name of someone in the Holocaust, do a mitzvah for him. Say a good day for him. 
Again, people never who were killed, people didn't have a chance to do mitzvahs with that as children, whatever it's going to be. No, do a schus for a, good, for a neshama of another Jew. That's a wonderful thing to do. There's nothing to do with which day of the year you do it. It's a good thing to do. But uh, it, what, where, when they, the, the way they, they always present it here in the Yom HaShoah is that we remember the fallen and now we, and therefore it's, uh, we, we, it re- strengthens our resolve to, you know, that we should be a strong country and be there to protect Jews because now we're here, we want it to happen again. That's where it gets to. And that, that, that's the Ashgaf we don't agree with. To, to remember, we don't want to forget the Holocaust for a different reason. For a different reason. Because we, we also look at it as never again for, for a different reason. And that is, if you can see what HaKadosh Baruch Hu does to punish, so then we don't want to get to the situation where we need such a punishment again. Now, once again, that's on the principle. Let's go to the individual. If you're talking about individual people who are nifted in the Holocaust, so then of course, like we said before, uh, pe- people who died, and especially people who were killed because they were yidden, so they have a special schos. And uh, if you want to, a person's family members, however distant or close they might be, or places where their family comes from and other people who died there, or people that we're learning their Torah, we know they were killed in the war. So of course, we don't want to forget them. But then again, the way to remember isn't to stay silent for a minute. Like the Gemara says, the way to, to remember someone who died is, is that if a person says of it, uh, learns Torah in this course, or says, or says of a Torah that they themselves were Mechadish, or they taught, so then you, that, that does much more as a memory for the person who died than just, so to speak, uh, acting out a procedure of staying silent. Also, there's no specific date for that. If you want to remember somebody, the right way, the right date to remember them is the day they died, the day of the outside. That's when Akkadish Baruch remembers that person's neshama. And if that's the case, then if you want to remember someone, that would be the way to do it as well. And I'm say that. And therefore, if we know for a specific individual when he was killed, or a specific soldier when he died, and the person wants to do something for that person's neshama, so then of course the rest day to do it is the outside. The day, to, 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 a, a random day which was chosen because politically fits into the right time of year in the calendar, what's this going to do with any other day? But it's, uh, nevertheless, the principle, principle of remembering the past without specific procedures or specific ceremonies how to do it. The Etzim Zach, let's talk about that, that's the last one I'll talk about. Is, is it necessary? Is it necessary to remember We'll talk about the Holocaust. It was a very tragic event, a very painful event. No, Baruch Hashem, we're not living there. Let's forget about it. Let's just focus on what we're doing now. Is it necessary to go back and remember altogether what happened to Kaya Yisrael? So this we have a Pasuk already. And that is, uh, the Pasuk in Tzadina. Zuchari Ma'isa A person is meant to remember what happened in Kaya Yisrael's history. Because... Uh, and this is the site, which maybe I don't have enough time to elaborate on now, but it's all the site to remember. And that is when something happens in Jewish history. So firstly, it's obviously a message for the people who are experiencing it. For the people who are alive at the time, and going, or who get killed at the time, and going through it, so obviously it's a message to them. I shouldn't tell them something. But there's a second point in Jewish history also. And that is, it's a lesson for later on, Doris also. What's this? You meant to look back at what Hashem did in different times in history, and you meant to learn from that. And therefore, it's not just the Holocaust. Any tragedy that Israel went through, we're not meant to forget. We're meant to remember it, because it was a lesson for us to learn from that. 
and therefore, even though it wasn't directed as much as much as the people who were there at the time, but still something for us to something for us to remember. And where do you see this from? We see this already from the early Rishonim, the early Rishonim, who, when they went through a period of tragedy, whether it was the first crusade or whether it was uh, the crusades after the Black Death or whether it was the other, all other things which happened to the Klaus on the time of the Rishonim, they wrote what was called the Megillus Zikorin. Rema- stories to or like a, 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 to remember what happened. What's enough Kamina? What's over is over. So why should they write now as a reminder of, of what happened then? Because we understand this principle that when Hashem does something to Klai Yisrael, it's meant to be a lesson for later Deiris too. And therefore we have the Megillus Zikorin of Klonimus of Shapira from the uh, Speyer during the, how it was destroyed in the First Crusade. And we have the Megillus uh, Zikorin of Rav Yom Tov of England who, who actually died, but he wrote about the New York massacres. And we have the Megillus Zikorin of Tamir Rebbe Natam of what happened to Rebbe Natam himself when he was beaten up and nearly killed by the, the mobs during the riots in the, of the coronation in France. And we have the Megillus Zikorin of of Yitzhak Avian and Azura and many other Gedolim. They, they saw an Indian in keeping history of reminding later Doris what happened. That we want to do as well. If we have information about the Holocaust, so we don't mean to forget it. But then again, it's meant to do something. For example, this year the Holocaust celebrated the fact that there's, they're making uh, all these academic societies around the world to analyze um, the style of writing of people who wrote diaries in the Holocaust. And they can analyze literary styles and uh, what grammar they used and how educated they were and whatever. That's missing the point. That's to make a literary society to, to work out the grammar on people who wrote diaries in the Holocaust, and that's what you remember in the Holocaust. What you remember in the Holocaust is you remember what Hashem did to Klai Yisrael. And there's no essence from that. You want to remember the Kedoshim who died, to say that. We'll do something to them. We have to focus the idea of remembering on where it's meant to go to. Either it's meant to be a lesson to us, or at least it's meant to be a schuss for them. But just the idea of remembering so that the, the, the incident remains there for some other reason, there's no terrorist in that. And the same thing by Yamazikaran. When it comes to, 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 to remembering the people who died, protecting their destroyal, or whatever other case it is, then again, it's not just a, a thing that Ke'ilu is meant to be a political or a civil ceremony. If we're going to look to remember people who were most nefesh for Israel, then it's in the context of Agar Satov. It's in the context of I'm going to do something that is Muslim, not just stand still. It doesn't do anything to me. It's a, I have opportunity to pay back in some way. And yes, that's something we can do. Agar Satov, what are we going to do? Put flowers in their grave. That doesn't do anything to them either. If I appreciate something, I want to repay somehow. So I can just whisper. So, if the person that I ran, if the 